Let me be where I am. I love the smell of dirt, especially the smell of freshly overturned dirt. That smell invokes more memories and emotions in me than I could ever hope to grasp or comprehend. A large part of my youth was spent on farmland, and when my 101-year-old grandfather died recently, I jumped on the back of one of his tractors with my cousin as he fired it up in his honor. It's a small old tractor that we affectionately refer to as the H. It has a loader, or what we called a bucket on the front, and it was as synonymous with my grandpa as the old green truck he drove for decades or the pocket knife he routinely cleaned his fingernails with. As I stepped onto the thin metal bar protruding from the bottom of the H, I was hit with a sensation I hadn't felt in years. An extremely familiar one. Perhaps it was nostalgia, but it felt like something more. After my cousin backed the H out of the shed, and we started traversing over the gravel half-circle that cuts through the farm, a thousand images began flooding my mind. Most of them similar and impossible to place, but each important and formative. I was transported back to all the times I stood on that thin metal bar while my dad or grandpa drove that tractor across an empty field, the open barn lot, or countless other locations. As far back as my earliest memories go, I can see the ground passing beneath my feet. Perhaps we were going to move a large rock out of a field so that it didn't damage a plow, or maybe we were going to push loose brush out of the way somewhere else on the property. It's also possible we were going to look for mushrooms, but there were different tractors I more closely associate with that and other activities. A couple days ago, I went back down to the farm to further dig through my buried emotions, and as I looked around at the other tractors, I realized how many more memories each of them entailed. Walking past them, I could see myself in many of the same scenarios, standing on a step, leaning against a tire well, or sitting by the window inside the cab of a tractor. Perhaps I was scanning the ground for arrowheads, or maybe I was holding on for dear life as we bounced over the rugged terrain. Once I was old enough, I drove the tractors myself, but those memories are secondary to the ones I have as a passenger. The ones being near my dad or grandpa as the wind blew through our hair and the smell of dirt rose to meet our senses. I've watched my fair share of near-death experiences in recent years. Various people describing what it was like to die and cross over before coming back. I've watched dozens of these accounts, if not well over a hundred. They aren't all the same, but a disproportionate amount of them have similar aspects and commonalities. Too many to dismiss. Often, the individual talks about how there was no time outside of life on Earth. That isn't a novel concept. I've heard many people over the years muse about how time is a human construct. What's different in this instance is the way these people talk about it as a personal experience and how closely their descriptions resemble each other. How everything happens simultaneously and instantly. The past, the present, and the future all at once. All that matters is the moment. Sometimes, when I find myself getting anxious or angry, I try to remember and apply this concept. All that matters is this moment. If I can control my emotions now, I've reconciled the past, the present, and the future. At least for that moment. And the moment is forever. What does this method of self-control have to do with childhood memories? I don't know. Maybe nothing. Maybe everything. But in my unnecessarily busy brain, the connection between the two is the importance of a moment. The moment. I would give a lot to go back to those moments on the back of a tractor with my dad or grandpa, to simply stand on that thin metal bar as we bounced over the broken corn stalks, 
on an otherwise melancholy autumn day in rural Indiana. It doesn't matter where we are going or what we are doing, just that I'm there. Certainly there are moments we don't want to revisit or be stuck in, moments that we might equate to hell on earth, emotionally or physically. But another reoccurring sentiment in these NDEs, near-death experiences, that I watch and listen to is an acquired knowledge that everything is purposeful and oftentimes intentional. People with horrific experiences and pain up to the point of their death come back with an understanding of its place in their life. Astonishingly, and without hesitation, they claim they wouldn't change any of the prior things they had gone through. People that were abused, assaulted, lost loved ones, and in some cases, claim to have never felt even an ounce of love. I try to remember that as well when I'm overcome with a negative emotion or beside myself. The farm looks a lot different these days. The H still sits with most of the other tractors that have been there for decades, but where once old barns and grain bins rose up, the landscape lays out unobstructed. The mighty limbs that once held a treehouse are remembered by fewer people with every passing year, and there is no trace of the livestock that once roamed the property. For someone whose developmental years those things factored heavily into, it's almost too overwhelming to dwell on, let alone linger in. We all have such things in our past, but they were never meant to be permanent. Purposeful, perhaps, but never permanent. Memories and the moments that made them are the vehicles by which we move forward. Generally, when I'm trying to gain control of my emotions, it's behind the wheel of a car. I drive a lot, and time is always of the essence. As an Uber driver, my livelihood depends on it. Inevitably, as someone cuts me off, holds traffic up as the light turns green because they are on their phone, or drives well below the speed limit because they are gawking at everything around them, I'll find myself death-gripping the steering wheel and taking deep breaths to get me through to the next moment. Suddenly, the smell of dirt will invade my senses and the wind will blow through my hair on an otherwise melancholy autumn day in rural Indiana. The past, the present, and the future, all at once. The Oberosopher. And now, a haiku. Armed with a moment, nothing more and nothing less, I conquer each day. Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. Life is not a problem to be solved, but a reality to be experienced. Soren Kierkegaard